Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This time on The Kindness Project, why being cool isn't that cool, question of the week, and acts to help you become more kind. Hi and welcome to week five of The Kindness Project. I'm joined with Charlotte, a girl, so cool. She's recording a podcast with her dad. How you doing, Charlotte? You right? And I'm with Chris, the man with so much tech. Electricity probably runs through his veins. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I don't think I've got that much tech. I mean, all right, I've got computers and gaming machines and a podcast mic and bit. I've got a lot of tech. All right, that's that's, that's fair enough. But. But one of the good news stories out of that is we get to record a podcast together because we've got a decent podcast, yeah. mate. So, hey, yeah, I don't see the issue with sitting here with my dad recording a podcast. It's what all the cool kids are doing, I think. You know, I don't we're... think so, but I'm not one of the cool kids anyway. <laughs> Who wants to be cool? Who wants to be cool, cool when cool, you can be smart? Cool, cool is overrated, right? Exactly. Cool is overrated. So, as you as you probably know by now, this is the Kindness Project where we share stories of kindness. Share stories of kindness. I don't know where that voice comes from. I think that was my I think that was my Sean Connery impression. Share stories of kindness. Where we where we share stories of kindness uh, with our listeners and we but we want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories of kindness, who we should speak to, who you think are particularly kind, so we can share those stories with the world, uh, our listeners. I think the world might be a bit of an exaggeration at this point, but I mean if the whole world Wants to listen, go ahead. Why not? Whoa. Why not? And why not? Um, and the format always is we have a brief introductory chat where we have do, 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 question, question of, of the, the podcast. <laughs> no, question of the podcast, isn't it? Or is it question of the week? You, you said question of the week last time, so I was like, okay, where we have question of the week. Your turn. Okay, um, question of the week. Cool. Your one's better. So, so we're going to have question of the week coming up in a minute. I bet you're massively excited about that. Um, <laughs> um, then we then we share kindness news. So there's stories from around the world of things that are kind. And then we uh, have a main event. So the main event is going to be where we dig deep into a concept around kindness, or we interview somebody who's particularly kind. What? Why are you laughing so much? Um, we're recording this. I've got a little home office at my house, and we can just see our dog just uh, playing in the back garden. Let's call it playing. Um, uh, so, so this week's question, focus, Charlotte, focus. This week's, this week's, ignore Dexter playing in the garden. This week's question, if I can find it, is question of the week. What is the most inspiring movie ever? Now, listeners, while Charlotte's thinking about this, we want to hear your uh, most inspiring mo- movie ever. Um, what movie inspires you the most? And it can be inspire you to be uh, to be spend more time with the people you love, to be kinder, to be happier, to be to work harder. But what is the most inspiring <laughs> movie ever, Charlotte? Your answer. I don't know. I don't. I think if I had to pick a movie that I've watched recently. Yep. I think. We watched Bridge of Spires in history, mm. and that was quite inspiring because no matter how many times they said to him, your mission is just to get that one man 
home. And he kept saying, no, I'm going to get both of them home. I'm going to trade both of them for this one guy. And he wasn't just helping the two guys he was taking back. He was help- he was helping the one guy he was getting back to his own country. Gotcha. Because they had become friends. So that's a Steven Spielberg mo- movie, isn't it? Is it Tom Hanks in it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he wasn't just helping the people from his country. He was helping the people on the other side of the... It's a movie set in the Cold War. Yeah. Um, and it's called The Bridge Spies because um, the Russians, they had a spy um, called Gary Powers. And I can't remember the student's name, but he got captured by one of the German republics. Okay. And they said, we're not going to get him, let him go until we get... So what makes it so inspiring? Um, it was sort of the fact that he never gave up. Like, gotcha. everyone kept saying to him, no, you just get the one guy and you go home. Gotcha. And he kept going, no, I'm going to get both. Yeah. And I'm going to get this one guy from this other country, which has missiles really close to us and nearly started a nuclear war with us, to his home. Gotcha. And I think the fact that he was willing to fight for both sides. Yeah, yeah. So, despite so he had a se- pride in his family. So he had an internal sense of fairness that, yeah, that made, like, him a, made him a hero. But Tom Hanks is good at playing like everyday mm. heroes, isn't he? he that, that, I mean, that's what he does. Have you, have, you ever seen, have you ever seen The Terminal? No. So it's about a guy who flies to America um, uh, and there's a civil war in his country and he can't get actually into America and he gets stuck at the airport. But... I, I think out of like sort of everybody, and we were talking about this the other day. There's two actors that spring to mind who play every men characters really well: Tom Hanks and Martin Freeman. Yes, he, he just he just he, he's got the ability yeah. to convey emotion just as an ordinary bloke, just yeah. fantastically well. I love it. I think if you're looking for an actor who's like really good, I think David Tennant's a good actor because. He does play both sides of the scale. He can be a superhero if he wants to, but he can also be a supervillain. Like um, Jessica Jones, he was the villain in that, but he was also the Doctor. And I think that's they're quite opposite sides of the spectrum, and yet he pulls off both quite perfectly. So, so I, I, if if I was to answer that question, I'd suggest that my there's a you know what there's bits of films that are inspirational. And there's an old, um, it's not actually not that old, but I don't know if you would have seen it. There's an Oliver Stone film called Any Given Sunday. I've seen that. And it's an American football film. And Al Pacino does this speech at the end um, about him being a mid- middle-aged man, mm. uh, but he's trying to inspire these young yeah. f- uh, American football athletes. I mean, we all know that American football is not football. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's, that's like sort of... <laughs> Uh, that that that's that that doesn't need to be said. Yeah, but, that, but they, can, they can say that because um, we call it football, and then we call theirs American football. But they uh, we call what they have American, what they call football, American football. What they have, uh, they have football, which is obviously our American yeah. football, and they have soccer. You've just confused me. I I knew that they called it soccer, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like they have like a completely different name for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Who knows where that's come from? Don't know, but um, but yeah. So so the the speech at the end of any given Sunday is probably one of the most inspirational three minutes of movie. But then you've got movies like um, uh, it's a wonderful life. Mm. That is a store a roller coaster up and down story yeah. that has a redemptive ending from a guy who's who's seen the lowest of the low and then comes back. There was this movie, oh, I can't remember what it's called, I saw the trailer for it. Well, that's helpful. That's helpful. <laughs> but it was about this guy, and his son um, was part of this school, and the school dug up one of the time capsules that the school had buried, like, 50 years ago. 
And he had this letter from one of the previous students. In it was this list of numbers. Yeah. And the man took the list of numbers and he tried to figure out what it all meant. Because okay. obviously since opening the letter, something had happened to his son. And he figured out that um, the list of numbers were, na- uh, were disasters that were going to happen. Dates, times, and oh, how many people were going to be killed. Oh, no, and that's... that's right. But I, I think I know. I think I know. There was one scene in it. Yeah. Where they were on the train, and he tried to save people, and they wouldn't listen to him. Right. And he tried to save this woman and her baby, and he said, "Get off, get off with your child." Yeah. And I think that's quite inspirational that he tried to save them, so he, he even was, though he put himself in danger. He was quite selfless. The problem I've got with that, Charlotte, is I've got a funny feeling, and listeners, if you know what film this is, please do let us know. I've got a feel feeling. That film's got Nicolas Cage. That is Nicolas Cage in that film, right? Yes. So, so Nicolas Cage is one of the actors that, for me, ruins most movies. Now he's been in two good movies: Con Air, no three. He's been in The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off, and they they were three awesome films. Mm. But everything else he's in is shockingly bad. But obviously, you enjoyed it. I I liked that movie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. But it probably had a bigger impact on me because I, ha- I saw it when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously I didn't care about actors back then. I just cared about the story. Yeah. I still don't really care about actors. Uh, I just care about the story. I, I don't... I, 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 listen, I'll give every actor a chance. Every actor in the world, every actor in the universe has a chance. So, so if an Apart alien, from Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so if an alien came to you and said, I want to I wanna, um, take part in Macbeth. I'm cool with that. I think I think we should see more aliens in Macbeth and Shakespeare. And Ju- I'd like I'd like to see a Martian Romeo and Juliet. I think that'd be good, as long as it didn't contain Nicolas Cage, because that would be that would be a step too far. Aren't you being a bit unfair to Nicolas Cage? Uh, look, I'm sure he's got his fans, right? I'm sure some people like him. Um, I'm not a big fan of Nicolas Cage. And on that note, let's talk a little bit about kindness, shall we? <laughs> Just not to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Should we move on to the next scene? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Hi, and uh, this part of the show is one of my favourites, actually, because it's where we get to talk about. Take it away, Charlotte. <coughs> Kindness news. So I'm not sure what I like the best. Either it's the cough that always comes before it or the actual jingle itself. I mean... I, I can't imagine you saying kindness news without starting it like this. <laughs> so, so maybe that that should be part of the jingle, just um, the little a little cough at the start. But you've got more kindness news for yes, us, right? I do. So there was a photographer, uh, Kesha Shonit. I'm not sure how to pronounce that surname. Hope I'm pronouncing it right. Who was a mum of a three and a four year old, and she was on a packed plane when she heard a baby and a child crying, and yep. a toddler having what she called a milk. She realised that the mum had her hands full with three little ones. But yep. Rather than helping the mum, the passengers near my, nearby huffed, puffed, and like. Yeah, it's frustrating travelling with kids sometimes, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And there was a woman complaining to this mother that her child needs to stop kicking her seat. So what, what she did is she went over. Yeah. Um, and went a few rows and go ask her if she needs any help. And she immediately handed over her small child because she had her other two children. So this photographer, she went and sat down with the baby and it stopped crying and the plane the plane took off. And yes. 
she, her, she said this, My point, be nice and considerate. If someone needs help, help them. How can we ignore a human in distress? Please be kind, please be considerate. Help one another, it makes everything easier. See, I, I, it's really interesting because I've been on both sides of that. So I've, I've been um, travelling with you and Sophie. Uh, and, and, I mean, you've always been rel- relatively well-behaved on flights. But yeah. I've also seen kids be poorly behaved on, on mm. flights. Um, but as you say, instead of huffing and puffing, and to my um, shame, I've never actually done that. I've never actually turned around to someone and go, you know, uh, uh, can I help you with your mm. children? Um, but actually turning around and saying, can I help? And being um, open enough to, to say, look, I'm just going to try and be the solution instead of part of the problem, yeah. I, I think is, a, is an yeah, awesome thing to I do. I think the more people complain, the harder it is to kind of concentrate on your children because yeah. the more people that are talking in your ears, yeah, yeah, yeah. the harder it for, it, for you to actually understand yeah. what they're trying to yeah. say to you through the crying and the... Yeah, I mean, the fact that the mum just handed the child over <laughs> worries me a bit, but um, the, uh, the act of supporting a fellow human being in a time when they're obviously under a lot of pressure, yeah. stress, and potential distress mm-hmm. is quite a cool thing to do. So that is a really, really great story to share. Thank you, thank you for that, Charlotte. So, Charlotte, we're both big fans of technology. Yep. Um, and I think often technology is seen is seen as a negative thing. Yeah. And, and it can be, can't it? It, it can, can be sometimes. It can be a distraction and it can be... Um, uh, something where we probably become zombies to our technology as opposed to anything else. But I, I also like to think there's a huge advantage to technology, yeah. right? Um, and one of those advantages is the ability to use technology to be a bit kinder. Yes. Now, I know you've been looking at that, haven't you? Yeah, I have got six apps to promote kindness, I suppose okay. you can say. Well, I, I've, I'm, I'm going to throw in a couple as well because I've got a couple of good ones that okay. I've been using. So... To start with, an app called the Act of Kindness. The main idea of the app uh, is to activate your inner good doer by helping you choose a good deed to perform. There's over 300 suggestions, including acts of kindness, charitable, charitable donations, and more. Acts of kindness lets your po- uh, let you, let you post good deeds to social media to inspire others. Yep. Well, the company behind this good doing app pledges to donate 25% of all ad revenue directly to Goodwill, which is a company that helps people looking for jobs. And where can you find the app? Is it on uh, the app store? It's or is it on iPhones and iPads only. iPhones and iPads only. Cool. Yeah. So do you want to hear about Marwa? Yes. So this this came from a bit of a personal experience. So because I'm, I'm sort of, I've been thinking about kindness a lot more, um, this sort of, I was looking at my app store, I've got an Android phone, I was looking at my app store and uh, noticed an app called be my eyes. Have you ever heard of Be My Eyes? You you've mentioned it, but you didn't tell me what it was. Okay, cool. So Be My Eyes is a, an app designed to connect the blind and partially sighted mm-hmm. to people who can help them. So imagine this: I'm blind and partially sighted. Yeah. I want to see a sign that I can't really visualise. I log on to the Be My Eyes app, mm-hmm. um, get help from hundreds of thousands of volunteers who will tell me what that sign says so I can navigate my way around a particular town or city. Or, I I think it's really clever, I think it's a really smart idea. Or, 
uh, I want to wear the red dress. I like red dresses personally, but I like I, I want to wear the red dress as opposed to the blue dress out. What's wrong with the blue dress? Nothing wrong with the blue dress. It's like that. Do you remember that obstacle illusion? Is it a blue dress? Is it a Oh, is it like black and, uh, and, and or is it white on white? Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? That was the weird. But anyway, so let's say I've got a blue dress and a red dress. And you don't want to accidentally put on the blue dress, so. And I want to wear a specific dress. So all I do is I log on to the, as a blind person, I log on to the Be My Eyes app, mm-hmm. uh, click uh, Need a Volunteer, point my camera phone at the particular dresses, yep. and they can tell me which one. I need to pick. So I, I, I just think that idea was a great idea. Yeah. And it's really it's really taken off. So it's global, so anybody in the world can use it. Um, and it's 52,800 blind people using it and hundreds of thousands of volunteers. So that currently, as I look, I'm looking at the app now, there's 781,000 volunteers using it. Now, up to now, I've had this on my phone for four or five weeks. I haven't had a call yet because obviously there's a lot more there's volunteers. A lot of, there's a lot more volunteers than actual blind people. Yeah, so, but to have it on your phone and, and when it calls and if it calls, I'll make sure I update you on the podcast about how that dialogue goes. Cool. So have you got another one? I actually have five more. Okay. This next one is called Butterfly Effect. And basically, the main idea of it is that it's an anonymous community of users who express gratitude, share secrets, and inspire one another. Users could communicate positive thoughts via email and newsfeed, record events and thoughts in in a private calendar, photo journal, and receive inspirational quotes. Uh, The unique feature is that it's named... The name of the app is based off the scientific theory coined the butterfly effect. The idea behind it is that a single occurrence, no matter how small, can change the course of the universe. The app is looking to flap its digital wings to create a far-reaching positive ripple effect of happiness and in- gratitude and inspiration. So you're reading that, aren't you? Because <laughs> yeah. the fra- I, I really like the phrase flap <laughs> its digital <laughs> wings. Yeah, I've yeah. I've got I'm just what, what are you up to, Chris? I'm just flapping the digital wings. wings. I'm just having a little flap. What are you actually doing? I'm browsing the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flapping my digital wings. But actually, uh, just um, being out there and creating some good vibes, I, I actually think generates um, more positivity yeah. because um, I don't know if I, I don't know if you'd ever counteract the sort of diluge of negativity online, yeah. but doing your doing your bit to just. Make it a little bit more positive. Make it a little bit more positive is a good thing. So I've got that should be my catchphrase. Make it a little bit more positive. Flap your digital wings (laughs) and make make the world a little bit more positive. positive. (laughs) By flapping your digital wings. Um, So uh, as you've got loads, and I've only got one more left, do you want to do another one? Okay, so um, the next one is called Random Acts of Kindness or RAC. Rack. R-A-K. Okay. Uh, the main idea is that it declares itself as more than just a fun app, but rather a movement that will inspire you to give to others. Okay, I like that. Uh, a simple click on the Be Kind button or, or the shape of the device will give you your R-A-K for the day, so your random match. Okay, just, just a quick point. We're going to put all of links to all of these apps and websites, because is, we- is that a website and an app, or is that...? Uh, no, it's an app. It's an app. Mm-hmm. We're going to put a link to all of the sort of digital homes of these apps uh, on the show notes on the 
www.thekindnessproject.co.uk. So when you flap your digital wings, whatever <laughs> that means, flap them in that direction. you can flap them in a specific direction. Um, the unique feature is that Rack lets you document your goodwill gestures sharing with all your social media buddies. So you can share it with your mates. So that digital flap can flap a bit further do you know what do you know what i suppose there's an argument to say um should we share our uh our deeds of kindness or actually is it a bit egotistical to say how awesome am i i mean it, there's arguments to say that it can inspire others to do acts yeah. of kindness but there's also the egotistical way of looking at it see i see i think if you if you're sharing the good stuff you're doing um actually it probably has more of a positive effect than a than a negative effect yeah but there's then, always those two ways of looking at it yeah and i think it really interesting we've spoken before about uh, how some people do stuff the guy in london who does stuff completely anonymously yeah. shares it on his blog but nobody knows who he is so actually i think there's ways so it doesn't seem egotistical. Yeah, so you can do it um, publicly if you want, or you can do it anonymously if you want. Mm-hmm. I think the important thing is just doing it, right? Yeah. Just going out there and and doing and, it. And, and, and and being intentional about being kind. Mm-hmm. So, would you like to sh- show us another way that we can flap our digital, digital wings, wings um, and be more kind? And make the world a little bit of a better place. Are, are any of those trademarked, or are you? Oh, a little bit of a digital place. It'll, it will be soon. Okay. Um, okay. So the next one is called Boom Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm 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 waiting to hear how this is going to be kind. What's um, it called? Boom. <laughs> boom Boom. Right. Okay. This energetic app is all about gorilla goodness and encourages people to document these incredible acts of kindness. If you in, if you witness something amazing or are on the receiving receiving end of someone's kindness, take a picture and tell the story about what happened. All good doing posts appear on a newsfeed stream and will encourage others to spread the good. Yep. The creators of Boom Boom also have a deck of twenty six physical cards with an altruistic deed that you must pl- play it forward. Each card has its own ID number, allowing for users to pass the card so on you can track and it. track it good. It's good doing journey on the website's map or app as it moves across the world. Excellent, good news, and we'll make sure we put that in the show notes. So, would you like my my um, my extra one? Yes. So, my extra one is one that we probably all use, um, but certainly I know uh, my wife Cassie uses it for kindness probably a lot more a lot more than me. Um, it's Facebook. I think Facebook has an incredible power to put people together and i know certainly um cassie does um, uses facebook to get access to our local pay it forward group you heard of pay, pay it forward groups yeah i think so yeah so yeah. i think I, mean, I think the next app i'm talking about is called literally called pay it forward but i mean you can you can either use the specific pay it forward app or if you don't want to sort of download loads and loads of different apps on your phone yeah. and you've already got facebook just do a Google search for you. Uh, do a Facebook search for your local area, and then pay it forward. And certainly, I know that Cassie, uh, through involvement with the group, effectively people can come on there and go, "I need help. I need something, or I'm offering something." Yeah. Um, and this is this. Is that where she gets all the free furniture? <laughs> but you know what? We've 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 used it to 
for a sofa bed. There was somebody offering a sofa bed on there, and we needed one because we had people to stay. Um, but we've also there was one thing that Cassie, and my wife, did um, that where uh, a lady had to go to a black tie event. She'd started a new job. She was a single mum, and she put on the Pat Forward group. Um, my first black tie in sort of fifteen years of bringing up the children. I've got no money. Um, can you please help me? And her and Debbie got together. Uh-huh. Cassie, uh, my wife, gave uh, the lady a dress. Debbie gave her a pair of shoes. Cassie gave her some jewellery. And literally, she was completely kitted out for this black tie event, for this new job she was starting, for this, you know, from from, from going back to work. And if I, Mum and Debbie are kitting her out, I'd like to see pictures of that. Well, I, I don't know whether there are pictures. I think it's a bit... I don't know if it's the right thing to do, to go, I've given you all this stuff, can I take a photo? Um, but certainly, um, just through a connection on Facebook, um, being able to help that lady out uh, with all the stuff she needs for a black tie event is actually quite a nice thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually think all the tools that we probably need uh, are at this disposal. So it's not an app. But um, if you just search Play It Forward, well, it is an app. It is an app. app, But it's probably an app you've already got. Use Facebook, have a look at your local Play It Forward site and see if you can either help or benefit from, because we've used it for both, Mm -hmm. um, your local Play It Forward group. We have just shown you the kinder side of Facebook. This is the kinder Kinder side side of of social media. Flapping your Facebook wings <laughs> <laughs> so, you can <laughs> so you can make the world a little bit better. I'm flying without... No, don't sing. Um, <laughs> so so you, had a, you had an app called Pay It Forward, yes. didn't you? Yes. So the official app for the global Pay It Forward movement that was designed to make the world a better place to live. Costing, uh, consisting of a simple... Costing? <laughs> I misread that. It's consisting of simple and small acts. The app sends you a daily suggestion and allows you to keep track of your progress. The app houses a So ma- it sends you, uh, this is how you could potentially be yeah. a bit kind of slow. Yeah. See, yeah. I like the, the idea. The app has a, uh, has a map of the world in which you can see where the most good deeds are taking place. Huh. Also, there is a classroom section for teachers and students that are daily acts of kindness geared to minimise bullying at school. Love it. Absolutely so, love it. One more. And it's mostly for kids in classrooms. Okay, we'll it's share called it. My Digital Problem Soldier, Solver, okay. or My DPS. Is it uses CGI animated videos to teach kids to identify emotions through facial expressions, okay. body language, and written and spoken language. Kids will learn how to recognize social cues and develop coping and problem solving strategies, equipping them with the skills they need to handle real life situations with kindness and respect. So it's really interesting because. When you look at the lessons they teach in schools, and I don't know about you, you've probably got more of an insight into this than me. Um, uh, what often, what one of the things that I find is missing from that standard curriculum mm. are things like um, emotional intelligence, mm. resilience, um, um, sensitivity. You know, think things. You know, thi- they, they try to teach us like leadership and stuff. Okay, well that's important. Obviously, leadership also comes with that emotional sensitivity you're talking about because if you're going to lead someone, you need to be able to understand them. I understand think so. What you're going, they're going on. I think so. so that's all, where are they doing that? Is that, well, is that a global it's, thing? Uh, it's an app. 
Okay, cool. It's used in classrooms. So, there's a few tips on to how... To help you go and flap your digital wings so and make the world can, a little bit kinder. So that you can flap your digital wings. Um, uh, I'm, uh, that phrase is going to haunt me, I know it. And make the world a little bit more kinder. So, we've reached the end of another podcast, John. Oh, wow. So did I. However... We've still got some unanswered questions, some unfinished business. We've got to do last week's podcast question of the week answered this week. And last week was when we asked it. (laughs) And last week's question of the week was... Where in the world would you most like to visit? Where in the world would you most like to visit? That's actually our second take on that, listeners. Because on the the first take, Charlotte just went, world places visit. And I thought that a bit more context okay. around the question no, might be useful. No. The actual thing I World places visit. World places visit. Where places visit. Where places visit. I mean, you, you could have probably you could have probably gone from that. But we had Twitter went absolutely wild on this one. We had at least five answers. So I don't know. Actually, Actually, I don't know if I'd call that wild, but it's mildly enthusiastic, I think. So, uh, Phil Billingham had a really good suggestion, and I like all these three, and I've not been to any of these three. St. Petersburg in Russia. Yeah. Uh, the Wall of China, Great Wall of China, mm-hmm. and the Silly Isles. See, I wanted to write a book about St. Petersburg, so that might be a good idea. Uh, well, what was the book about St. Petersburg? Oh, I don't know yet. I just, I have a title, and I want to build around it, and uh, the title is The Seagulls of St. Petersburg. I like it. But I, like I, don't, it. I don't know whether to do it about a ballet would thing. You, would you call it The sea, Seagulls of St. Petersburg, or... Alternatively, would you call it the Seagulls of Stalingrad? That's got that's quite a good. Mm. That's got quite a good name to it, hasn't it? Quite a good ring to it. Mm. Seagulls of Stalingrad or Seagulls of St. Petersburg? I think I'd call the book Seagulls of St. Petersburg, but the last chapter <laughs> would be about if you bring the new information. Like the last chapter <laughs> would be the Seagulls of Stalingrad, but obviously it would be about because of what you've just said. I'm obviously now going to do it about how it went from Stalingrad to St. Petersburg. Ah, interesting. Or maybe write a story about or maybe, something happened entirely in reverse. So yeah. they, instead of them getting, you know... You, you've got loads of different yeah, options there, but options. one of my favourite historical books is about the siege of Stalingrad. It's incredible. Matt Wald said uh, Middle Earth, Hogwarts, <laughs> or Tatooine, which apparently is a bizarre Star Wars reference. But as I've, I've not seen any of the Star Wars movies, I wouldn't I'm get. pretty sure I know what Middle Earth's from. Middle, Middle Earth is from Lord of the Rings, isn't yes. it? Yes. Uh, Hogwarts is from Harry, Harry Potter. And See? Tatooine, I had to Google because I didn't know what it was, and it's a Star Wars reference. Uh, and the if, reason, if the I'm reason following that... his logic, I'd love to go to uh, Camp half Blood. Hotel Valhalla, um, and somewhere else, somewhere else, probably. Somewhere else? Yeah, somewhere else. Swindon. Um, uh, uh, and the reason Matt picked all those Oz, places... Yeah, I'd love to go to Oz. The, the, the reason he picked all those places is because he likes to keep it real. <laughs> of course you do, Matt. Of course you do. Um, uh, so Planagel, at Planagel on Twitter, said, I visited Madagascar briefly once, worthy of a return visit. Certainly, I'd love to go to Madagascar. Oh, look at the bit at the end. Hashtag stunning. Hashtag stunning. So, I mean, we need to have a trip to Madagascar at some point. Uh, Martin McNamara's keeping it real. Mark, 
I just like to. He's picked a place that's. But maybe uh, the way the pace the technology is moving, maybe Mars seems mm. a long way away, but could happen sooner than we think. Don't you know, I? Mars is named after after the Roman god of war. I right? do know that. Um, but his Greek counterpart was Ares. Um, but there was one thing that I really liked about Greek and Roman gods. Go on. Um, but it's that the Roman gods they are pretty much the same as the Greek gods. Um, except there's less feminism. Okay. So there's more strong female characters in the Greek gods than the Roman gods because obviously they have uh, Athena and she was the goddess of battle strategy. Yeah. Minerva, the goddess of wisdom. But in we talked we talked the other day that they had a sewing and crocheting god, didn't they? That didn't sound didn't feel particularly feminist to me. Who was that? Uh, that was Athena as well. Yeah. So she was the Goddess of battle strat- strategies battle and crochet. Strategy, wisdom, um, weaving. Okay, cool. Right, so back to travel. Mm-hmm. Um, Mrs. Stoves, at Mrs. Stoves on Twitter, said the Northern Lights. Now, I know that's on uh, Cassie's, as it's on my wife's list, certainly on mine, but I don't know whether we're going to do try and see them in Iceland or um, uh, in the glass igloos that look different. Uh, Martin at London Money, Antarctica. You can keep your temples and soft white beaches. Standing at the bottom of the world really appeals. And I get that. Standing at the top or the bottom of the world anywhere makes perfect sense to me. Um, and actually, even though I said that I'd like to go, and I don't know, I, I don't know how I'd convince the family, he said, you can come with me. So I might, uh, I've got myself a little holiday there. Aww, um, uh, Darren, uh, our old mate Darren Cook says, been to many places on my tip this, but Australia, New Zealand, Iceland. So Iceland's a bit of a repeating oh, statement, Iceland's isn't green. this? Iceland's very, very green. Mm. Uh, and, and Greenland's very, uh, very icy. And, and more <laughs> of America. Um, and Rich Ellis said Argentina and Venezuela. I reckon that South America is the gap that I've got the most. Japan. Japan for the That's culture. That's where we've wanted to go for ages. We, we, it's still on the list, isn't it? Uh, and Fiona Sharp said Pearl Harbor. Oh, Vietnam. I know what happened in Pearl Harbor, 7th of December, I can't remember the year, but I just remember it was 7th of December. Yeah, Vietnam and El Alamein, because she likes a bit of military history with her cocktails. <laughs> so so that's that That was her choice. Um, so we had a really, really diverse range of different places, but the kindness questions are still, the question of the podcast is still open. You can answer anyone you've asked, uh, uh, that we've asked previously about eggs, about travel, about are most people generally good? Any of the questions we've asked previously, feel free to chip in. And, and just because the, the whole world doesn't hear answers doesn't mean they won't make our day. Yeah, so certainly we 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 want to we want to hear them. So you had had to people get in touch with us, Charlotte. Uh, all our kindness, Twitter. So H O L A kindness. So on Twitter, you can find us at at, at H O L A kindness. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, our own Twitter, um, not bios, because I said that last time, <laughs> but our own, our own Twitter handles are at Chris Dames, D-A-E-M-S, and yours is similar, but with a Charlotte at the front and a J at the front, or without a Chris. C-H-A-R-L-O-T-T-E space J space D-A-E-M-S. <clears throat> and um, you can email us at, uh, at holla at thekindnessproject.co.uk. And also, if you've liked anything, uh, any of the kindness news and you want to read a bit more about those stories, you can find that on the show notes 
that are on www.thekindnessproject.co.uk. However, we've had some more readers' stories of kindness that I want to share. Would you like to hear one? Yes, please. This is from Ian Else. I once sold a bed to a, la- to a lady for her grandson. She explained she had just come to live with him because his mum and stepdad had mistreated him. She didn't have two pennies to rub together, and he had no toys or games. She was trying to buy some second-hand furniture for his bedroom. After she left, it struck me that I had bought a brand-new Nintendo Wii and never taken it out of the box. I called and asked whether she would like it. Nothing has given me more pleasure than the look on his face when he collected it and the look on her face when she still couldn't quite believe it. Now, we've been talking about the satisfaction you get from kindness. Yes. And I love that phrase. Nothing has given me more pleasure than the look on his face when he collected it. I, I just, I just, just doing something awesome for somebody else is a really cool thing to do, isn't mm-hmm. it? So, what do you Being think of awesome that? Being awesome is awesome. Being awesome is awesome. And on that note, it's the end of another kindness project. Bye. So we'll see you next week. Bye.